Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive into deep questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff is joined by the founder and CEO of Viral Marketing, Frank Klesix. Frank brought video to the real estate industry in a big way, and when it comes to digital marketing, he really knows his stuff. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Frank. And this particular gentleman that I'm going to introduce to you, which you've already heard me kind of tease a little bit about this individual, is someone that I've admired in the industry for a long time now. And the reason is, is because when I met this gentleman, uh, all I knew was prospecting for sell by owners and expireds. I mean, I wasn't spending a dime on advertising. I had no database. I mean, honestly, if you were to ask our staff, probably in 2000, in, in whenever it was, 15 or 16, when we decided to take database seriously, I mean, honestly, it took me that long to take it seriously. I asked them how many people we had had in the database. And if you can imagine in 2015, we were selling 1,000 homes a year as a team. I was selling 150. I mean, we were, I had been selling 100 homes a year for the last, I guess, in 2015. I, my first year selling 100 homes was 08. So here I'm thinking I've got two, three, four thousand people in our database. And the answer they gave me was like 987. Like, what happened to everyone else? And they have to constantly remind me, Jeff, you didn't keep a database. I mean, you literally shredded the files and that was it. I didn't even have an Excel spreadsheet. And so around that time, I met this gentleman and got a lot of advice from him and studied and and knew that he had studied agents around the country that had a lot of success with database and and technology and, and video. I mean, he was probably the first one to introduce video to the real estate industry. And so I hope you'll learn a lot from him in the next few minutes here because I know that I have, and I can't wait for you to meet him if you already haven't. So please join me in welcoming to the stage, Mr. Frank Klesitz. Come on out, Frank. Oh, come on, give him a warmer welcome to that, guys. Frank, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jeff. So if you wouldn't mind, um, why don't we just do a little bit of background yep. in terms of um, you know, when we first met and, and kind of at the time, give us a little background as to what you were observing in the industry and why you made the decision to help agents you know, go down the path of, of digital marketing and when yep. nobody else was. Uh, we're about the same age. Yep. Um, just kind of getting in my professional life, I went to a real estate training and they said, you need a day 33 touch. Probably maybe heard this concept in the industry. Yep. Made sense to me. If I were to go speak with somebody, they probably don't want to sell their home right away. Yep. And you got to stay in touch. Yes. So I asked a logical question. I thought, what should I send them? What should I send for the 33 touch? And no one really had an answer. Uh, this is maybe 2006 or seven. Yep. And um, it was basically junk mail. Like, I want you to send out junk mail. Yep. That's what I heard when yep. I was in the training for the first time. Yep. I was like, you know what, I got a different idea. Maybe, because I was gonna go work for an agent on their team, just getting started in the business. Remember the flip camera? Yeah. Remember the flip cam? Uh-huh. Little red button? Yep. You know, what if I can get a flip camera and start kind of seeing on Google what questions people are asking about real estate and just start answering them? Yeah. And then maybe emailing it out or posting on Facebook, which just opened up at the time 
uh, to the public where it was just originally college students. Yeah, that's right. We go back that far. And um, I started, as I was getting my license, I was studying for my license, I started doing it for uh, the person I was working on their team. And I asked uh, Teresa at the time, yep. who's been in real estate for 30 years, this was the team leader I was gonna go work for. We've had her on our stage before. Yeah, great, okay. And I said, you know, Teresa, what are you doing to stay in touch with your database? I mean, I just came from this event, this 33 Touch. I mean, that's clearly what you must be doing because yeah. this is what they that's say. what everyone's doing. And she's like, nothing. I go, oh, okay, well, I got this idea. Yeah. Could I go into your Outlook and grab all your Outlook contacts? Could Outlook. I go into your, yeah, Outlook, <laughs> AOL. Yeah. Can I get your AOL contacts? Can I get your Gmail contacts? Can I get all the contacts in your cell phone? You know, what the CRM she was using at the time, uh, Top Producer, Yeah. right? Grab all the contacts and Top Producer. You know, let me grab them all. Let's just send an email out just saying like, hey, you're still in real estate. And at the time, if you have any questions about short sales, yep. which is about that time, uh, just email back and ask. So I did that, mm -hmm. sent it out. And like her email blew up of questions and opportunities and exchanges. Yep. Right. Yep. And um, I was like, oh, this is, might be something. This might be. There's something here. There's something here. That's right. And right. It, and it's not something that was widely talked about in the industry at the time. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So um, I decided maybe instead of going down the path of selling real estate myself, maybe I could create a company doing this. And that's yep. what I have. Yep. Awesome. And um, obviously, you've got a lot of experience in not just going to a lot of events, but working with a lot of real estate agents through the years. Mm -hmm. Share with us one or two things that um, I wrote down, what has worked in a big way the last three to five years that is still working today. Yeah. I actually wrote down a couple of these things so I get it right. Awesome. Uh, so so something, and the reason why I'm asking the question yeah. this way is because it's not always switch to something new, switch to something new, switch to something new. There is something, there are a lot of things that have been around for several years that are still effective. And oh, yeah. so what would one or two of those things be? Well, the tactics change, but the principles and the strategies stay the same. Mm -hmm. You know, we might be talking about videos here, but it might be holograms someday. We've got to send our holograms yep. out, Jeff. Yep. But, you know, it's videos for now. I would say first off is you have to have a 36 touch, and it could be a 33 touch, 36, we call it 36. you got to have a, 30, a consistent, a consistent, a painfully, mm -hmm. painfully consistent 36 touch program that's consistently going out that's a little bit more than just ripping off someone's canned content and sending it out with your picture. Yes. So maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, you can get away with some canned content, slap your photo on it, and yep. vomit it out everywhere. By the way, that was going to be my next question, so you just answered that, which is, and maybe you have some more to share, but that is something that five years ago even, the canned content was working, Yeah. right? Yeah. And it's not. And so many agents yep. today are still sending out just I mean, boilerplate someone, stuff. Someone opens their email and the button's just right over the report spam button if you yep. lose their attention or yep. it's going right down to unsubscribe. Yep. And it has to look like you actually put some effort in to personalize it. Yeah. That's relevant. Yep. Right? So I'd say a, a consistent 36 touch or long-term nurture program for all four databases, yeah. the past clients and sphere, yep. the exchange, the... Yep. Social media. Social media. All of those contacts, everyone your Gmail, Outlook, everyone your cell phone, like everyone you know needs to get that same consistent foundational touch plan. Yeah. That will never change. That right. will never die. Right. Now, um, you asked me for something else. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a social media, I'm a video guy. Yep. Uh, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about direct mail. Please. Yeah. Um, you know, if you were to send an email out to your database, or post a video on Facebook, there's no guarantee that Facebook's gonna serve the video up in their algorithm. 
you know, good luck if they actually know they and see it. Unfortunately, a lot of agents spend a lot of money on that video yeah. thinking that, oh my God, because the video is so cool, yeah. it's going to get so many likes and clicks. Oh, and it's a very crowded marketplace on the newsfeed. Yeah. And then if I were, come on, if I were to send an email out or you were to send an email out, you'd be lucky if you get 20, 30% of people actually opening it because yep. you can track your open rates. But um, over the years of, you know, 10, 12 years of doing this, it always boils down. There's like this list of maybe a couple hundred people that give you a lot of business. Mm-hmm. You know, you are closing on stage for, hey, what's your email address? Hey, what's your phone number? Yes. Hey, what's your best mailing address? Mm-hmm. And getting that too, and yep. putting a small segment of your top contacts on a personal letter, not, not postcard, but a personal letter, mm-hmm. maybe covering what you cover on your blog or what you send out, because they're going to be guaranteed to get it. Yes. <laughs> like the open rate will be 100%. Sure. Yeah, or at least it's going to be in their hand, right? Yeah, and there's no spam filters, and you know, there's there's a lot of changes going on in the marketplace. If you pay attention to yeah. privacy rules and yeah. whatnot, um, you know, no one's opening your mail and saying you can't mail it. Correct. You know, I'm not getting outbid on the price of a stamp for direct mail. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, these are just little things. I just want you to give that some thought of timeless things. Yeah, direct mail. Consistent 36 touch and direct mail will never die. You know, it's interesting you say that, and I don't remember what event it was, but I I shared something from the stage when I was doing some research on direct mail, and it was Nordstrom, you know, the clothing company, had talked about how they were shifting some of their social media budget into direct mail and bringing back direct mail. I think I wrote that. I might have maybe that's where I, I read that. Yeah. And well, you so you researched it. Anyway, because well, I listened to the earnings calls yes. of like what they're doing with their marketing and yeah. they're like we have to go back to our our catalogs. Yes. So we read the same thing then. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that that I love that. That's that's timeless. It's not going anywhere. Yep. Right? Yes. Question I have for you. In your experience in in working with, you know, agents from all over the country in different markets, what's working right now in a big way as it relates yeah. to digital and the stuff that you do? Email. Mm-hmm. Email marketing. Email, email, email. You know, everyone in this room right now can take, go into your Gmail, your Outlook, or whatever it is that you're using. You'll have, the, you'll have the, all these contacts you've saved up in there. And just export it and save the spreadsheet to your desktop. And you can go into your CRM, whatever great CRM you're using, and grab all your nurtures and your exchanges and your past clients and sphere, and just grab what you have and save that as a spreadsheet. Um, you can go into your cell phone, maybe it syncs, maybe it doesn't, but still go into your cell phone, grab all that. And then a little tip, I'll give it a nugget. Please. Um, you would take all of those contacts in that spreadsheet and you'd run it through a service. There's many of these. Uh, one's called neverbounce.com. Neverbounce. Neverbounce.com. Never bounce. Never yeah. And it's just a simple service that takes all those emails and scrubs the ones that aren't, removes the bad ones. Yeah. So now you're left with, here's all my contacts with deliverable emails. Yep. And then you upload them to an email marketing program. And by the way, the reason why you want those removed is because- Oh, spam complaints, bounces. The bounces. They might shut you down. They they might say, nope, you don't get to use MailChimp anymore because 37% of the people you just emailed bounced or reported to the spam. 100%. So you always want to, whenever you take an email list, you always want to scrub it. And there's many services that will do that for you. And then you just write an email. And the email could go something like this. Um, Subject line, uh, looking to reconnect. Uh, dear friends, family, and clients, I, I wanted to write you, let you know that I'm still selling real estate. Yep. Um, you, unless you've been living under a rock, it's crazy. Home prices are up, you know, 20% here, 30% here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to probably see some changes coming into 2022 with the Federal Reserve and the talk of inflation and raising interest rates. But I want to just re-extend my commitment to keep you updated yes. on yep. what's going on in the real estate market. So I plan on sending you some helpful videos or messages from time to time about what's going on here. Yeah. And if you don't want to receive them, just unsubscribe below. Yeah. No hard feelings. Yep. 
But uh, if you made it this far in this email, if you're curious to know what your home is worth, you can click here and find that out. And if you want to search for homes, you know, click here and just mail that out. And I think you'll be very surprised with the positive responses you get and the leads that you get and the opt-ins you get by sending a reconnect message out to your database. Looking to reconnect is the subject line. Something like that, yeah. Can you talk about subject lines for a little bit? We've had sure. conversations about it over the last few days, and more so not necessarily subject lines, but catchy titles and yep. things that get people to click. What are your, what's your opinions on, on subject lines today? Um, As it relates to email. Yeah. Uh, go through your sent folder. Actually, yeah, probably just go through your sent folder in your email. And look how subject lines are just very short and they're very conversational. So a very short, like specific conversational topic subject line. Um, we find those, like when people are actually communicating with a real exchange, yeah. like the actual subject line you would email me with yep. like a real exchange. Yeah. If, if you use Frank that. Got a, Frank got a question. 100%. Body or, whatever, you know, yeah. a quick workshop coming yeah. up or yeah. something like that. Yeah, next week. Um, yeah, and it's all, it, you don't capitalize every first letter. Yep. Um, that personal subject line is what gets the highest open versus like putting this long, capitalizing every yeah. letter, you know, blog title yeah. and subject line. Mary's monthly market update with capital letters on each, right? Yeah, that looks like a broadcast message. That's right. Whereas it should look more personal. Yep, yep, yep. awesome. Question, what do you see happening in the future of the industry? Not so much like you know, a decade from now. I mean, I don't think any of us know what it's going to look like then. But, you know, what's coming down the, the, the pipe, if you will, in the next two, three years with the industry as it relates to what we're talking about here? Uh, consumers are pretty exhausted of all of the options. I mean, there's record amount of money coming in mm -hmm. with all the, fun, I mean, all these different companies that want to get in front of a, a consumer that seem to have niched, like, every part of the transaction and they yeah. want to all get to the consumer. And they need a real estate agent to help them understand all their options. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think what's shifting in the industry is, as opposed to going on a listing presentation to just you know get a listing traditionally, you're more showing up where it's like, hey, you want to sell your home? Let me listen, and let me explain all the options available to you. And this is especially important with um, uh, the baby boomer demographic, people that may have lived in their homes for 20 plus years. Yep. Uh, one of the call to actions we find them to respond to is a seller workshop. So when was the last time you sold your home? A lot has changed. You're getting investors calling you. You're getting these you know, postcards emailed to you. You're having people knock on your door. It's confusing. Yeah. Come to my workshop. I'll help you understand all our options. Yep. So I think the, the realtor is going to move upstream of all of yeah. these things to be upstream to get the seller lead to help someone understand everything. Yep. Love that. Um, in, your, in your 33, 36, 37, 29, HUT, whatever program it is, um, what are some things that you're seeing a lot of agents get results with? Yeah. So after doing this for uh, my whole professional career of running database touch programs, you know, Jeff, we get, we get really excited and we make these commitments to make like a daily video or we hire a video person to follow us around to make these high-level videos. Yeah. And you can do that for a little bit, and it's certainly fun and exciting, but it always just kind of, it's like I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm work out every day, and then yeah, it kind of falls off. Mm -hmm. So it's best to sit back when you think about your touch program, of like what can I consistently commit to for basically the rest of my entire professional career? Great question. To consistently get out? Yep. And I'll give you the answer. Please. Um, the easiest way to get started on video is for somebody to interview you. So it's really hard for you to like start selfing a video. It's weird to like start talking on a video. 
without the stick. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a hard thing to do. Um, or, you know, you go hire a video person to, to make a video. Uh, we find for anyone to kind of this crawl, uh, walk, run process of building their communication skill to use video is to hop on Zoom, mm -hmm. or there's a better product out there that we like called Riverside.fm. Riverside records it right to your hard drive so it's lossless versus River the stream of Zoom. Yeah, Riverside.fm. FM. Yeah, Google it, and you'll see this really cool studio quality, super high quality recording. It's like a, it's like a Zoom, it's like a higher quality Zoom. Mm -hmm. And then you ask your friend to get on with you, like a Zoom conversation, and yep. say, what's the number one question sellers are asking? And you have a conversation about it. You answer it, it's yep. easy, right? Yep. And then you send it to a video editor, they cut it down, boom, there's your content. Mm -hmm. So um, what we like, what we see that where's the point of diminishing returns of how much do you do? Uh, I like to see two educational videos a month okay. answering a commonly asked question. So yeah. what's, what's the most commonly asked questions you're hearing? What's the market demanding? Yep. What's a question you hear more than once or twice? From buyers. From, or from buyers sellers. and sellers. And just, and, and here's the deal, guys. You're going to think the question's stupid. You're going to think the question is beneath you. You're going to think the question's common sense. Yeah. You gotta check that because that's where your ego gets involved because you wanna talk about things that interest you. The reality is those are the questions the market is asking yep. and you have to answer them. Yeah. So I think a lot of getting comfortable with the boredom of answering the same sure. content all the time. Yep. So two videos a month uh, to educate and then an extra email every month to lead generate. Okay. So two videos a month to educate yep. and then an extra email once a month to lead generate. So you lay down the foundation of these, this educational content to your database, shot on your iPhone, shot on your webcam, very simple, two to three minutes, goes out, people get to know, like, and trust you, builds that foundation, but still it doesn't necessarily generate business. Yep. So once a month, uh, you can certainly now go to your database with an offer. Okay. So what are some offers that work to generate solidly? It's all, I'll tell you. Yep. Hey, um, you wanna know what your home is worth? Home prices are up, you can click here and find out what your home is worth. Mm -hmm. Um, hey, you know, maybe you want to skip the traditional hassle of selling your home. We get it. If you want an instant offer from one of my iBuyer programs that you spoke about so brilliantly the other day, opt in here. Um, hey, if you're thinking of selling and it's been a long time since you sold a home, a lot has changed. If you want to register for a seller workshop, you can click here. Yep. Um, hey, uh, if you want a list of the most affordable homes for sale in our town, uh, that probably the mortgage will cost less than the rent. I save the search for you on my home search site. You can click here to opt in for it. Yep. You send these out and then it spikes leads. Yeah. So is there a formula for, for value to asking for the sale? How, you, yeah. you said the example you gave there was just two with value and one yeah, with Two with value answer. and one for the ask. So your 36 touch program, the simplest way to think about it is three emails a month. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds like a lot, but in all the studies, when, it, when you put together a, a nurture program, it's always more, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like it's always communicating more if it's a value. Yeah. You know? So two educational videos a month and a monthly lead generation message for your 36 touches. And again, that goes out through email, it gets posted on Facebook. Yep. You can direct mail it out. You're gonna repurpose it. You can repurpose it yep. in all ways, but yep. those are the, you gotta set aside time every month to like be purposeful with your content. Yeah. yeah. One thing I know about you, you've, you've had the, the pleasure of being around a lot of top producers from around North America. What are one or two traits that you recognize in top producers, whether it relates to digital marketing or email marketing or any of that? What are some things that, in your time of working with a lot of agents, oh, you recognize of the most successful ones? I will. That's a great question. Mm -hmm. um, 
This is a very advanced question because I've asked myself this question a very long time. And I would say study the behavior and not what they do. Mm-hmm. Study the behavior of the individual. Mm-hmm. So we've had, we, there's been people I've been working with for 10 years that are consistently, no matter what's going on, like making a lot of money. Yep. And they are doing the same, I use the word boring, repetitious activities every single day and they are comfortable with it. And they really have the self-awareness to check themselves of, am I doing this extra creative thing out of my own need to feel creative or to get people to like me or whatever it is? Or am I doing it to really meet the needs of the consumer to uh, you know, actually just sell houses? Right. And I would say the people that are consistently cons- successful, especially within the context of doing video marketing and email marketing and social media, is it's so easy to get distracted mm-hmm. of all the things you can do. Um, they have doubled down on the repetitious boredom of a 36 touch over and over and over and over for years, yeah. <laughs> never stopping it. Yeah. And, and obviously keeping the 36 touch going, but just updating it with the messaging today or yeah. updating it with the yes. times. Well, the message, if, if you listen to the system, it's, you're just listening to the questions you're getting from prospecting. So you want to be prospecting based marketing hands. So when you're prospecting, you're getting the questions of the market, they're coming up. Yep. And if you hear something, you know, two, three times, you go make a video about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it, if you if you always, if you have a Q and A based content model, your message will always be on point. Sure. Yeah. Love that. Um, you've had a chance also in being around the industry um, uh, of 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 meeting with top coaches and top trainers, and you've very much been critical of of what a lot of them are teaching and what a lot of them are doing because you you know agents that are in it and yeah. on the ground and what's working. And what are one or two differences that you see in, in a lot of the agents? Because we work with your company and you guys yeah. do, you know, if you're wondering who produces our podcast, they produce our podcast. Um, what are one or two differences that you're seeing with the agents that are in our system oh, versus the agents that are out there in another <laughs> program? That is a great question, Jeff. So I probably, I've been to hundreds of these. Yep. And I have studied and been a student where I'm in the material, learning the material, but also get to, law, to, to look onto it and what happens with a coaching company or a training company like yours is the message stays very tight and on point. Mm-hmm. And, you, and it's what's necessary to get someone into production correctly and quickly. It's a very tight, narrow, um, correct, I'm in the trenches, this is what I'm doing message. That appeals to a small group because it's like real work. Yeah. Got it? But then you start thinking, you know, how can I sell more tickets? How can I get more people in the room? How can I, you know, make the, the coaching company or the training company like my main income provider? And you start doing breakout sessions on TikTok mm-hmm. or something, or you start doing some other, uh, you start colluding the message with all these different ideas where it becomes a cafeteria of different models. Yep. And while it gets a lot of people in the room, it doesn't necessarily give some people a clear path of what to do, it almost confuses them. Yeah. What's made, what you are all so lucky to be here with Jeff with is your, your message is so foundationally based on real sales of what makes, what sells homes, mm-hmm. complemented with just enough marketing yeah. not to lose somebody and get lost in that where they, they don't do the necessary fundamentals of, home, of selling houses. Or they go broke doing it. 100%. Mm-hmm. So you've done an incredible job with that, Jeff. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah, 100%. From someone in the business and you haven't, you're good at that. Well, and I tell the audience all the time, and this is not going to be any surprise to them, it's actually easy for us because we're in it. 
Right. right. So all I have to do is sit down on a plane and look at where did our listings come from last month and write out all of the sources. And then I ask the question, how did we get business from those, from those sources? And then I write out all, oh yeah, we're doing this. Oh, I forgot, we do that. Or calling up our staff or asking Taylor, what did we do to get the you know, seven for sale by owners last month, right? It's easy to do when you're in it. And, yeah. and, and you know, that's why it probably comes across that way. So. No, you do a great job, Jeff, so thank you. Awesome. All right, let's hear it for Frank. Thanks, Frank. Thanks so much, appreciate it, thank you much. Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff and Frank today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.